This is Down the Hall Podcast with your hosts, Chet Jobert. It's Black Hawk Down with aliens. What's the problem? Rodney Hart. Oh, definitely would have been Team Jake. Not the vampire. You don't root for a vampire. And if you're lucky, Lyndon Wells. I thought Chet was going to launch into his terrible British accent again. Beer Garden. Beer Garden was pretty spot <laughs> That was on. pretty good. No, he definitely got that. Welcome back to another episode here at Down the Hall Podcast. Rodney, what's with the grin? It's, I just, I don't know. I don't you know. Just, are you happy? You giddy to be back and doing this again? Well, yeah, I guess I'm giddy. I'm giddy that there's uh, somebody else on the line. We do have somebody else on the line. I just have to through with you. You we notice do. that when Lyndon's not on the line, I make fun of him. When he is on the line, I make fun of you. Yeah, I did <laughs> notice that. Uh, well, yeah, without further ado, let's, uh, let's, let's get right to it and invite... Dr. Lyndon B. Johnson back in for the uh for the, the 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 first episode you've been on for what, two years, three years? Yeah, about two years, yeah. I think that's right. Okay. Do you miss it or was it enough time away? Was it like it, the, was, it was a needed break? It was a needed break, especially yeah. from you, Rodney. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. I feel like it was probably about a year ago this time that you were wait how long ago was it that he was in town? Um, more than a year ago, I guess. Yeah, just about just it's over about a year, year now, yeah. 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 Remember? He had his thighs out. Yeah, it was his rugby shorts. I've heard of sun's out, guns out, but I never heard of sun's out, guns out, thighs out. out. You haven't heard? Well, Uh, I I have. I saw. And now I feel like you have because you said the saying. There wasn't a lot of Still going on about the thighs. It was a lot. I mean, they were staring right at us, Lyndon. Don't don't act like you weren't impressed. (laughs) Those were rugby legs if I've ever seen them. Uh, The thighs of a Sherpa. Uh, before we get started, I want to make a public apology to the two guys in front of me at the grocery store just now. It wasn't even a grocery store. It was a little market down the street from your house here, Rado. And uh, and I was standing behind them, and all I smelled was like the most rancid bo. And I and I was, but it wasn't like fresh bo. It was like uh, it was like if someone is there, is there a distinction between fresh well, and not fresh bo? I, th- I think so. Like so, if if you were, to, it smelled like someone had really bad bo yesterday. And then this morning, put the same shirt back on, and then had it again today, like it. So, but I was and I was judging both of these guys in front of me, like man, like that. Like I know we all have some times, you know, here and there where we need to, you know, freshen up. But my goodness. So anyway, it, so that the line dissipates, they're gone. I walk up to the front and I realize, oh no, it wasn't them. It was the guy up at the front who I was oh. very far away from at first, and I couldn't believe as and I looked back to where I was standing. I was like, how did? So everyone, it, there's a it, whole it, lot of people that thought there's maybe like a, it's yeah, you. There's a radius of smell wow. emanating from this guy at the front. Is it and a then quick I, stop shop? Down yeah, here? right down there. Uh, and yeah. then and then there was a woman behind me, and I thought, oh, she's she's going through what I was. She's judging me right now. Mm-hmm. So public apology to those two guys. I'm sure they're listeners, and I'm sure they know who they are. Did you turn so, around and apologize to the woman? No, I just wanted her. You, you just know. said. I don't sting like this. It's him. Yeah, it, <laughs> just point to it, the cashier. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lyndon, you uh, you have any comments any, um, on our bread discussion from last week? Well, lots of comments about the bread discussion. I told Rodney that if you ever do come over here, I'll make my mum's uh, special bread and butter pudding. Bread and butter. You said it's Cajun, and then you yeah, seem m- to not know what Cajun was. <laughs> Yeah, my mum just called it Cajun bread and butter pudding. And I was like, I've never really questioned why it's called Cajun. Yeah, yeah Cajun is like a, like a spicy insinuate spicy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I, it is funny, though, that you when you said that, that I realized, I guess I don't really know the definition of Cajun either. I just kind of know in my mind what it 
Well, I, it's it's usually described as raging, raging Cajun no, is usually what is, it is. <laughs> oh, that sounds like something Rodney would say. No, that no, is, it's true. No, I mean that is a term around here. Like there is a college football team that is the Louisiana Monroe Raging Cajuns. Yeah, so okay. I didn't make it up. No, but it is. It's not. It's not. So, it didn't need. So let just me like you straight. said, like I, I didn't realize. I never heard of a thing called thighs out, skies out, thighs out. Well, you, so, did you just come up with that on your by no, yourself? I, I said I hadn't, I hadn't seen it, and I saw it. But I, I think you said I hadn't heard of it. But I guess my question is, <laughs> what is Cajun bread, banana? What is it? Cajun banana bread? Cajun pudding? Do you know the ingredients, Lyndon? Because I don't, no, I don't I really to. care if Lin, if listeners don't care. I care what. I will, it's my mum's secret recipe. I, I can't share it on the air. There's bread. <laughs> there's butter. So that's yeah. that's a and good. I think start. it's using French bread, so like a baguette. Is the oh secret. yeah. I think that's where mm. the Cajun comes from. Yeah, because well. it is typically French Cajun. Is, oh yeah, I guess yeah, that makes or, sense. or like yeah, New Orleans, New Orleans. Yeah, mm-hmm. it has a lot of French influence. Mm-hmm. But that sounds delightful. This, I mean, this is so much more interesting than talking about films. Well, you you commented on on two things from from last week's episode: the bread discussion and how horrifying it is for you to listen to us talk about anything medical. Like yeah, with, any with, medical with ear, ear blockage stories, guys. I'm tell. I had an advertisement on my Instagram stories about things like if have an ear blockage. You want to say that our devices are not listening to everything that we say? I I would argue differently. <laughs> I any any I, new medical ailments this week? Well, no. I mean, it will kind of. I, I'm more paranoid because after I I re-listened to that episode, Rodney was talking about how. Um, even after he got the water out, he never re- really had returned to full hearing until he got that cleaning. Yeah. I, and, and I realized, and I said it at the time, half jokingly that I don't quite still feel right. Mm-hmm. I think it's now in my head. I think I just, I'm worried that I don't feel right still that I need the, uh, the scoopage that you, that you had. Lyndon, are you aware of what I, what I had done? Is that like a normal procedure? Yeah. It's usually done on like old people (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, you're like cleaning it out but i think for mine in particular i think that there had been an issue and that was like my body's reaction to it and then finally it was healed not and then the cleaning was just a nice cleaning after it already healed good old clear out yeah i think i need a good old clear out yeah you should go man it's the best it's the best feeling in the world Hmm. i'd put it up with like a lot, a lot of things, a lot of feelings. It's the same when you've got a cold and you get rid of all that snot out your nose. It's great. Yeah. Imagine guess, just like letting good... somebody, like somebody else is just somehow pulling all of that snot out of your body and you know you're winning. You know you're beating your body. That's how <laughs> well, I always see it. I, like I'm competing yeah. against my body. Like it's you versus your body. Yeah. Speaking of that, I just saw in your fridge, there was a, like a, like a frozen meal of sorts or like a prepared meal. and Refrigerated. It said, refrigerated meal. And it said, it said athlete bacon something and so my question was do they make sure that the pig was like a swimmer yeah i don't before they chop it up i don't i don't want to eat any meat that wasn't an athlete before because i think that's how you know like if i had an opportunity if it wasn't frowned upon like i'd i'd chop up a whole lot of athletes and eat them for lunch you know i think that's how you get the special powers right isn't that how spider-man got his powers special powers i mean yeah that would be special wouldn't it? it you know like there's no way you're yeah. not going to become I mean, faster if you ate Usain Bolt, right? I mean, Hannibal Lecter, he was pretty special. <laughs> he, he's probably very smart. 
were yeah. the people that he ate. <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah. assuming he consumed their intelligence as well. <laughs> Obviously, that's how it works. Yeah. You're another, a doctor. I, I, I do like medical that. mystery solved. Yeah, I do like that I have the backing of a doctor to support this. Well, what a dangerous statement that was. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of our doctor here, Lyndon, how's, uh, how's the baby? Baby number three. Baby number three. Three and out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> three. No more. Three is <laughs> enough. Now, can I ask Yes, three is enough. I'm getting a sex me. <laughs> okay. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, he's 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 great. He's what uh, thirteen weeks old now. He's really good. Rolling over, smiling all the time. Waking up in the middle of the night. Uh, older brother and sister love him. It's great. All right. Do you learn anything? Does it get easier? Like if you had to, if you had to advise, uh, would you people say without children? I, would you say, would you say don't just have one? Don't, don't go sure for the have, third. Would I you would say, say just have one everyone's willing to give out lots of advice, but whatever you imagine is going to be, it's going to be better and harder than you could ever imagine. It's got its highs. It's got its lows, but three is too many. <laughs> three is too many. Okay. I like it. So would you stop? Would you, I feel like you just described the parts of parts of the Caribbean franchise. Three is too many. <laughs> yeah. It's got you, its highs. It's got its you, lows. You would stop at two. No, I don't no, I'm not asking but, you to erase your child. You have well, a child. Lyndon you comes from child. a family of 46. Yeah, it's true. I have forty-five siblings. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, um, are you no, three times uh, more likely to make dad jokes now? Is that how that works too? Is it? That, I'm pretty sure that is how it works. Okay. That's that's scientifically proven again. Another medical fact from down the hall. <laughs> there is a medical podcast called Down the Hall. Did you know that? No, I didn't. There really is. There's only one other Down the Hall podcast, and I think it's a medical one or like medical law. What do you think oh, their okay. reasoning for Down the Hall was? I don't know. I forget ours. <laughs> John Negroni gave us a better reasoning for the name than we ever had. Oh, like, ours well, was because was I lived down ticket. the hall from you. Yeah, yeah. His was like, here, rip the ticket. The movie's down Go, the hall. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Can you remember what I, um, what middle name we gave Ruben? Yeah, Thor. Yeah, strong name, strong name. <laughs> I just told Rodney about Fat Thor. He didn't know about that yet. Oh, really? Yeah. That's- Fat Thor. I just figured yeah. there's no way that he actually got fat. Like he probably no, couldn't afford he, to get fat, so he was probably like, "Listen, you're gonna have to make me up, make me fat." You don't think he's a method he's actor? Like, he's what? Is, what is he? Australian? Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's hear your Australian accent. <laughs> I, you know, listen, my my Aussie accent's the same as my British accent. You don't think I, he could have done the like same uh, as my Irish accent? Gone full Christian Bale. Like no, you know? he's he's too like he. You figure he works too hard for that. Yeah. You're right. Christian you know? Bale's never had the body of uh, Chris Hemsworth. No. He's pretty stacked in Batman, isn't he? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying he's not, he's never been athletic, but he's never been Chris Hemsworth. Right. I think Christian Bale would have something to say about that. Let's get him on. Yeah, I'm sure he would have something <laughs> to just, say about it because he's me just, just a bad ring. person, yeah. I feel like. So I agree that I think he would have something to say about it. But Ronnie, do you but, not like Christian Bale? No, I think he's. But yeah, have you ever heard his outbursts? I'm saying, like, I'm sure him. No, not as an actor. I think he's great. I. This is not a Marky Mark situation. This is just more of a. I doubt he's a great guy. I think that's probably fair. Well, um, we do have a, a recommendation tonight. So the whole thing about guys, I tried to transition adeptly to Spider-Man, and you guys did not You've take my key. You've never done anything adeptly. <laughs> You've never transitioned. What are you you know what? About? Hey, screw you guys. 
Oh, quiet when you. <laughs> when you said something about Spider-Man's powers? Yeah, like, is that how Spider-Man got his powers? Oh, uh, I guess. Was... Yeah, you guys don't remember that? Do you not? Do you think I was just bringing up Spider-Man for no reason? When, when, wasn't this when you were talking about eating people? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. Was that before so I was where Spider-Man I was using spiders? It was where I was using comedy to transition adeptly into the topic at hand. And you oh, guys yeah, just that. blew right through it. Well, here we are. And uh, we're going to try again because we missed your clear cut sign from before. So uh, we're talking today about uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which is definitely out of uh, character, I think, for our show. Only because, Rodney, you typically avoid comic book movies. And I really want to hear, especially after Lyndon breaks it down, you specifically talk about it because I think that if people aren't sold by the time Lyndon's done talking about it, they'll definitely be sold by the time you're done talking about it because all three of us kind of come at it from different angles. Lyndon and I may be more on the same page than you, but it is a crowd pleaser. And I think by the time people hear what you have to say, I think they probably would be sold. So this is a, this is a streamable movie. It is currently on Netflix, at least over here. And that's our whole thing. We try to save people the time of surfing through all the endless options, it feels, on the streaming services. So we, we're trying to find a movie night for you. And I really think that this is a strong, fun movie night, regardless if it's just you or you know a couple or a family, whatever it is. I think this will get the job done. So I'm going to turn things over to Lyndon. He's going to talk about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which is on Netflix. Go for it. Okay, so first off, uh, I'm going to start with a bold statement by saying I think this is the best Spider-Man film. Uh, quick look ratings on IMDb is 8.5, and that is pretty high. When you think yeah. what's often quoted as the best superhero film, Dark Knight, is only 9. Yeah. So it's really high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Rotten Tomatoes gives a, a 97% rating as well, which is very much deserved. And I'm yet to meet anyone who doesn't like this film. And if you don't like it, I don't want to meet you. Before uh, before you go any further, was this? Would you say like I I would have to look back, but I feel like this is probably up there with the, the highest rated movies we've ever done. A yeah. 96 and an 8.5. I I can't imagine that's we've really done one fun. that's that high in both realms. Oh right, yeah. I mean, and I mean, typically, I think we're trying to find ones, and maybe usually movies like this aren't as accessible. But I feel like, yeah, the, I think this is definitely one of the more popular movies we've ever. Yeah, sorry talked about. Go ahead, man. <laughs> okay, so quickly, uh, a quick uh, plot synopsis. So it's set in an alternate reality where you've got teenager Miles Morales, uh, voiced by Shamik Moore. He's bitten by a radioactive spider and becomes the new Spider-Man. But when King Kingpin opens a portal to alternate realities. Miles quickly learns there's more than one web slinger. Uh, so you get this a culmination of lots of different web slingers, spider men, spider women, spider pigs, all from different realities. And the first thing that the, the thing that really grabs you from the film is the animation. I don't think there's been anything quite like it. I know, um, Chet, you saw it at theaters, as you say. And at first, when it, it looks like a comic book brought to life. And uh, at first I thought, am I watching the 3D version of the film? Because it's the background's all a bit fuzzy, like a comic book. And it yeah. does take you a couple of minutes to get into it. But when you get True. really immersed in it, it's amazing. First yeah. of all, I think it's funny that he said the theater is as, as you would say. Listen, we're, this, is a, this is a U.S.-based show. It's theaters. <laughs> yeah, it's two to, it's yeah. two to one. The but. cinema. <laughs> but no, it's, it, and you're right. I mean, it is, uh, it's not hyperbolic at all for me to say that it's – I mean, it's one of the most visually – stunning movies i've seen recently just because what they're able to do with the animation but it does seem 
a little out of focus at times, but it's intentional. It's trying to yeah. kind of ha- take artistic takes on certain scenes. Uh, we I'll definitely let, want to hear yeah. more of what Lyndon has to say, but Roddy, you're going to say something. Well, I was just going to say, I'll let Lyndon keep talking about it, but I feel like that was one of the, that was my immediate first takeaway. And I'll talk more about it in a second, but was yeah. like, am I supposed to be wearing 3d glasses right now? Like there, there was at first exactly, yeah. this part of me that thought like, I don't think I'm going to get used to this. And then by the end, I thought it was one of the coolest visual movies I've ever seen. Yeah, exactly. And what's great about the visuals, each of the, uh, the spider, the Spider-Man characters, they all have their own, uh, visual style as well. So you get the, the podgy over the hill, Peter Parker voiced by Jake Johnson. Who's great. You got a bizarre cartoon pig known as Peter Porker, uh, voiced by John Mulaney. And you've got probably my favorite character is the Spider-Man noir voiced by, um, Nick Cage, Cage yep. who's black and white, who gets really funny bits with a Rubik's cube, and he has some of the best quotes. Like, you know, like even in a basement, he's like being bellowing in the wind. And he's what's the the quote? We were talking about quotes the other day. He says things like, "Wherever I go, the wind follows, and the wind smells like rain." <laughs> and it's, and he's when he's challenging the new Spider-Man, he says, "Can you bury your emotions over the moral ambigu- ambiguity of your violent actions?" Yeah. <laughs> and he has some some great lines, yeah. and it's it's really funny. And I think you can feel the influence of um, uh, the producers and writers. So it's Phil Lord and Chris Miller who did 21 Jump Street and Lego Movie. You can feel their influence on the film. And there are tonal shifts. There are bits of um, tragedy. But the film, you're really invested in the characters and it takes you with you through these tonal uh, uh, shifts. The only very slight criticism I have, it does fall into the third act over the block kind of city destroying big climax even then it has some nice really nice small moments uh and overall i think it's a really fresh funny and pretty bonkers actually take of spider-man i think it's my it's i think it's the best spider-man film it's definitely my favorite spider-man film it's the one i've easily watched the most and it only came out recently it's um it's like an astonish it's quite a nice shot of like uh cinematic superhero adrenaline it really takes you throughout the whole film and this spider-man is probably the most familiar superhero characters in films but this somehow feels pretty original and fresh yeah i you know it's and it's interesting because you can come at it from if if you are someone who does like comic book movies or comic books there's there are characters in this movie that are lesser known but maybe maybe some people would have already known and and, and it's cool to see them on the big screen Uh, but you don't have to have any background for this movie it explains well enough kind of who these characters are and why they've come into the picture and you know you mentioned some of the voice actors but i think you know, it's worth repeating that uh, Shamik Moore, who plays the, the main character, he was the main character in Dope, Rodney, if you remember. Yep. Uh, Jake Johnson, Haley Steinfeld plays Gwen Stacy, Mahershala Ali, um, yep. Lily Tomlin, Zoe Kravitz, John Mulaney, Nick Cage, as you mentioned, Lee Schreiber, Chris Pine, and even a, Pine, yeah. a very brief, I don't even, I have to go back and look. Oh, Stan Lee plays himself. Um, yeah. But a very brief Always. Uh, uh, appearance of Oscar Isaac. Uh, who voiced interesting person uh, number one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, no, it, it is. It's, um, it, you know, Spider-Man's a story that's been told again and again. This is a completely new story. Miles Morales is a different character than Peter Parker. And it's, uh, it's, it's so fun. And you get the sense that the voice actors and everyone involved, it kind of seems like it was probably a fun project to work on. I think that came through. And the last thing I'll say before I give it to Rado here is the soundtrack is really great too. The music oh, yeah. and how it kind of like... yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, it sinks to the music at times and it kind of yeah. has like a, a, a rhythm to it throughout the movie. I thought was really cool. 
But uh, Rodney, you're quickly. I did. I did. I just want to mention the music because um, well, that's my favourite part of the film. I didn't even mention it because I've, I've watched it with uh, my kids, and the, the kids absolutely love the film as well. And every morning while we're having breakfast, Tom asks Alexa to play Spider Man, and I've listened to that Sunflower song about a million times, mm-hmm. and yeah. it still doesn't annoy me. Mm-hmm. Well, so Rado, so you're you're someone who wouldn't a normally gravitate towards a comic book movie, and b not towards an animated movie. So why was this one so great for you? Because I think that if if people hear your experience with it, I think we'll see like it's a well-rounded recommendation. Well, I do feel like I typically like animated movies. And maybe one of the reasons why I like this one is I feel like it was just a better, just an overall better story. So, Lyndon, you said like it ends with kind of this city destroying, you know, kind of climax or whatever. To me, it doesn't really bother me because it's an animated movie. I think I have a bigger issue with kind of movies that feel too geared towards adults while doing this type of topic that it's always felt too serious, like they're trying to be too too serious of a movie, where this one, I feel like, is just perfect. It's it's perfect. I think the voice actors, I think you guys have nailed all of the parts that I wanted to talk about. Um I mean, the voice actors, I feel like they did such a great job, you know, being exactly who they are. Like Jake Johnson is kind of the over the hill Spider-Man. I feel like they tell a lot of really great human stories throughout, um, you know, the 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 role of a lot of different Spider-Mans and how they incorporate that into this larger story, I think, is is really interesting. Um, but visually, too, the, the movie is just stunning. I don't really know that there's any, you know, someone who kind of has some exposure to graphics and things like that to see how much they did and how much it feels like a comic book come to life in like the little bitty details that you realize just must have taken so much effort for just these like little really detailed scenes. To me, there's so many things to really like about this movie. And I think particularly what I liked is that this felt like a superhero movie geared towards kids but in a way that you know adults could enjoy so much more along the lines of a toy story than in avengers you know and i think that's probably the way that i would position this that it's it's a far more interesting take on superheroes but i think using the animated the the animated medium made it to me a lot more enjoyable than a human, very adult movie where, you know, cityscapes are being destroyed and, you know, I kind of get bored. So you're basically saying you think superhero films for kids and you prefer because this is animated and more kid-based. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I think that it... But but I, more so than that, like, I think that it is still designed for... Like, and they they appropriately include stuff that you know adults will enjoy, right? You yeah. Know, I think what yeah. Pixar has done and why I've enjoyed so many Pixar movies this movie I feel like feels a lot more out of that playbook than it does out of the Avengers playbook. And, um, cause it did take some convincing. I was, I was, um, talking with some people that I worked with and they were the ones who said like, you really, really need, should see it. Uh, they had already heard me kind of go off on some Avenger tangents. Um, <laughs> and I watched it and immediately came in and said, no, I, I absolutely love that. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah. that's the component. It's not that, I mean, it's not just that I think superhero movies should be for kids, but I feel like it's because yeah. it was more so in that world that I really could appreciate all of the detail of it. I think that's what's so impressive about this film is 
any anyone from any angle it doesn't matter if you like superhero films or not it's just a great film and it's so easy to enjoy yeah and i think it's so hard to ignore how unbelievably attractive the movie is i mean it's yeah. just so crazy you know like how yeah. amazing it looks and how stunning it is i mean i think it's really one of a kind mm-hmm. from from that perspective i think it's probably maybe 10 years down the line, we've seen a whole lot of movies like this, so we don't feel that way anymore. This but could be one that we point this, back to as, uh, yeah, as a trendsetter. This gets, uh, yeah. I think, all of the, the credit for potentially setting that trend. So here's the question. What, so it has a, we said it has an 8.5 and a 96%. Let's go around here. What did you all give it, starting with uh, Lyndon? I'm going, uh, I thought about this. I started at nine, but I've rewatched it so many times. I love it. The kids love it. I can't think of anything or change about it. It looks amazing. It's unique. It's a 10 out of 10 from me. Oh, wow. All yeah, right. Yeah. All right. I all like right. it. There we go. Yeah. What about you? Uh, yeah, I'll go nine. I'll, I'll say it's a nine. Um, not that there's anything that I would change about it. Yeah, it, it's you just, don't have to. Yeah. You know, it's um amazing movie. You know, maybe not the, you know, one that I would say the movie I would watch for the rest of my life necessarily. But um Yeah. I, you know, maybe whatever that slight distinction is between our nines and tens, um, I'm still in the nine category. Yeah. For me, the slight distinction between nine and 10 is, uh, nines and tens collectively are the best movies I've ever seen. Tens are probably some sort of like emotional connection, mm-hmm. right? So this yeah. for me is a nine. It's one of the best movies I've ever seen. It's right. in that category. For yeah. Me. Yeah. That's, that's fair. I think I like the that. emotional connection is a really good point because now I associate this film with Tom a lot. Because he, he like my son, and he loves it, and that song I've listened to so many times. So I think that's what pushes it up for yeah. me. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that that's really the distinction. I feel like when I'm looking at nines and tens, I think you know that's a really good way of putting it, Chet. That yeah, it's the distinction of like, yeah, it's it's probably a perfect movie. Is it my perfect movie? You know what I mean? Like, no, is the movie perfect? And then was it? Is it just so personally perfect to me that I have to call it a ten? And I think this one's not, but I I get why a nine could be a 10 for anyone. Ah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully uh, we've convinced you to watch it if you haven't yet. Um, I think it's, it's well worth the time. Again, if you have kids, great. If you it's don't, Netflix. it's Netflix. Yeah, it's yeah. Netflix. Yep. Which is actually pretty recent. I think it came out within the last couple of weeks on Netflix. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely go out of your way to, uh, to see this one. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Is this part of the <clears throat> Marvel universe? It is not. It's, you know, it's actually funny you ask that because it's, uh, there was some tension between Sony and Disney yeah. regarding who has the rights to Spider-Man. Yeah, right. So before the MCU kind of had its success, they had sold off all of the bigger players, including Spider-Man, to other companies. Um, and then since they've had their success, they've kind of brought a lot of those back into the fold. But Sony is the, has the rights to Spider-Man. And, and it's funny, this movie actually pokes fun at all of the Spider-Man movies before, the Tobey Maguire ones, the Andrew Garfield ones. It, it shows yeah. specific scenes Wait, from those oh, really? movies. Yeah, and the it, very beginning. When I went through that weird phase scene. Yeah, it, yeah. so like the very beginning, um, Chris Pine's Peter Parker is like, oh, so let's do this one more time. I'm Spider-Man, and this is what I went through. And it like shows specific scenes from yeah. from the different Sony-produced movies, yeah, okay, Tobey yeah. Maguire, Andrew Garfield, yeah. et cetera. And then when Nick Miller's voiced Peter Parker comes in later. He does the same thing. It shows some other stuff. So it, it is. It's, did you just it's, say, it's a self-aware you just called him film. Nick Miller. 
What, That's his character name, name in oh. <laughs> Good Jake point. Johnson. For for anyone who's not not aware of what just happened, Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson, the Voice, actor who plays voices Peter Parker in the the TV show New Girl, plays As a character Miller. named Nick Miller. <laughs> Chet obviously believes that the the human person is actually Nick Miller and not the actor. Nick Jake Miller Johnson. Nick Miller. It's it's Peter Parker, voiced by Jake Johnson, played by Nick Miller. If that says anything, it says that he is definitely kind of typecast himself as that particular character. I think you're right, because even that Peter Parker was like the Nick Miller Miller, Peter yeah. Parker that everyone Yeah, was. exactly, yeah. Yeah, so no, to answer your question, Rodney, this is not a MCU movie. No, I, I yeah. mainly asked because, you know, Disney is coming out with their mm-hmm. own streaming service that, like, I thought... I, I had that brief moment of I don't know where it falls in the MCU and I don't actually care. But from a business perspective, I, I thought it was interesting that so they could still continue to show into the Spider-Verse. I wonder if they make a bigger play to be in the world of these things that now are Disney, prop, you know, closely connected to Disney properties that they but still control. Do you think part of the reason you enjoyed this a lot as well? Uh, is because it's such a standalone film. Yeah, you don't need to have seen anything else and you, you enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, oh, the film course. it is. Of it's, course, it's, it's its yeah. own thing. It's uh, and, and it did tease like some future stuff for for it. You know, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I definitely think so. I mean, it's not that. Like, I, I definitely feel like would I put on an Avengers? Would I watch it if a group of people were watching it? Sure, but am I that interested in catching up to like be able to watch it with the full story? Not really. Like, I'm not. I'm not really all that interested. Um, and. Like, when I've seen them on there, I just think, well, I mean, I could hit play on this, but it just doesn't feel like a great use mm-hmm. of So if there was, if there was a sequel time. to this, would you want to go out of your way to see it? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I think that it is the fact that it is a standalone is certainly appealing. If someone said, like, oh, this is such a great movie, especially if you've seen all of the other Spider-Mans before, because then, you know, you need like, bits and pieces of, of all of those to enjoy it. I would have been significantly less interested in seeing it. <sighs> Though I have fair. seen a lot of Spider-Man. I do find Spider-Man to be a, a more approachable superhero story than some of the others, like Thor, for example. I, I don't think I'd ever be interested in, <laughs> in a demigod. What's wrong with my son? <laughs> You're, I, listen, there's nothing... He'll, he'll, he'll take... A, I hope that he likes Thor when he grows up because well, I, I my it. middle name was Thor. Like my parents almost oh, called me Arby. I would love if Rodney's middle I, name was Thor. I would take issue with them. Like I've told my parents before, if you named me Arby, like you thought you might have named me, um, yeah, we wouldn't be friends right now. We wouldn't like each other. <laughs> Which begs the question, what would the movie Rodney Hart into the Rodneyverse be about? I mean, yikes! Not be really confusing. It'd be long. It'd be um, very long, and by the end of it, you'd say, "I don't know that we talked about much." And then the payoff wouldn't be there. You know, I think that's what people would find. They'd think like, "I felt like some stuff was happening. I don't know why it had to be that long." Um, the whole film would be Rodney just trying to explain the plot of the film to yeah, take him to a film lengths to, to, to describe it. I think if it were, yeah, it's something like that. But no, cool. I, I don't think that. I don't think it's needed. The world doesn't need that right now. What does the world need right now? Logic. <laughs> I think we should um, move on. I don't have anything to move on to. What do you want me to ask you? What, well, I, I, um, I guess I could ask you well, what, what superhero 
power would you want? Because I can I can ask you that, and we can see where that goes. But I think for Lyndon, it would just be thigh related. <laughs> Thunder. Well, I, was gonna, I think we should bring to life some of our uh, text conversations. Move away from Spider Man. What, uh, what, what text conversations are you talking about? Well, I think about we uh, we're talking about what we've been watching on TV recently. Oh, um, yeah, you've been watching what Friday Night Lights, right? Yeah, I decided to start rewatching Friday Night Lights. I just love it. And the Coach Taylor is amazing. Just, the first series is amazing. It's one of the best series ever. But the second series is diabolically bad. One of the worst things. Yeah, you know, it's so interesting. And maybe that's why... Season. I've, Lyndon I've, means season when he says I series. I do mean season. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> maybe that's why I just don't understand the obsession with it. I do recognize that very credible people all rank it very highly. I feel like I watched the first season and I thought like, oh, this is like a, this is like a nice show, but it did feel very young to me. Like when I was watching it, like yeah. the OC, right? Yeah. Just yeah, young, like CW, you know, like, it. yeah, like just very the young, with football. like, you know, the storylines, everything like, and I mean, I was in my late twenties, probably or mid to late twenties when I was watching it. So I don't know. I just felt like, I don't think that I'm supposed to be watching this. And then the second season was very it's so it bad. Very young, yeah. you know. Probably, you guys say bad. I think in my head, I just thought like, oh, this just like the volume just increased even more so on this. We, you know, like young. When you say young, I think the plots were written by toddlers. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, you might be right. Drunk so toddlers. I didn't get through the second season, and well, forever was to baffled. Your, to your by... own credit, neither did the original network because they canceled the show <laughs> after that. Oh, did they? But yeah. then it got picked up by another network, and season three just did not pick up anything from season two. They're just like, hey, we're going to leave that back. Oh, really? And yeah. then yeah. seasons four and five were like a new school, new team, new characters. Actually, Michael B. And Jordan's one of like Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Which I would um, imagine he yeah. does a great job. He's I would probably the main, he's pretty good. I think he's the main, I would say probably the main story of, of like the kids in it anyway. Okay. Got it. Uh, during those seasons, I think, but yeah, no, that's a great one. Lindy. I, I've actually been, so I recently just finished stranger things. So I had, but we finished after ju- you started it after season three came out well, as well. Well, yeah, because I, I had started season one and Rodney and I were just talking about this last night. He and I started season one really basically at the same time, which was right when season two came out. And I liked it enough. I thought it was pretty good. I watched the first few episodes, but I think I was just not really ready to dive into it. So That's when season crazy. three came out, I was like, all right, everyone's talking about this show. I'll I'll give it another shot. I have to say, season one of Stranger Things, I think, is TV perfection. Yeah. I think it's that good. Season two, I could take it or leave it. Season three, fantastic. Like, it was like a sandwich. It was like a fantastic yeah. sandwich with, like, a little lettuce in the middle that you might with, take like, out. bologna inside yeah, or something? Something you remove. I don't know. A little I, extra I think, mayo. I think, yeah, season one's perfect. Season two is okay. Season three is my favorite because it's just a lot more fun as well. Like, I want to rewatch it. It's so good. It is so great. It, it, so I, watch, I finished that, and I, I've been watching um, – I started Mad Men. Uh, so I'm in like oh, season, really? season. Have you ever seen Mad Men? No, I hadn't. So I'm in like season four. Oh, see, of, like of Mad Men. how you find in that is I think has it's a, anything it's, actually happened yet? Nothing ever happens. So it's a show about conversation, and I yeah. love it. I think it's great. That's oh, I think, it, yeah, weird. Sorry, Dragon. I yeah. for, well, it's funny that you say that because I I have not been talking to you guys about shows, but a show that has been on my list that I finished like the last half season. 
over the course of the last, you know, since we've recorded at least, uh, so probably three, four months ago or so, I finished the last half season of Mad Men. And I remember thinking like, this would definitely be the type of show that I would rewatch because I, I think academically I could really appreciate all of the things that they do from a character standpoint. And John Hamm in particular, I think is just a fascinating character like TV, you know, just tortured in a way. I think that so Mad Men is actually has been on my list to go back and really try and watch and appreciate all of the nuance. Mm-hmm. Um, there, is, there is a lot to appreciate. I have rewatched it twice. All of it. Mad Men. And- yeah. Oh wow. I, for, yeah. From the way you were talking, I thought you didn't. No, like no. It. I do. I like it because I don't really have to pay attention. It kind of washes over you a bit, and you get all these like intense conversations. But actually, you can like not really pay attention for half an episode and know exactly what's going on. Hmm. And, yeah. But the first time I watched it, I watched it intensely and loved it. Since I've rewatched it, it, it just kind of washes over you a bit. Do you like Lane, the British guy? I have no reason to ask you that. I'm just curious. He is very British. I He's much better. It's um, the same actor as the guy in Chernobyl, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know. And you know what? His Chernobyl face is, is the same. I feel hey, like I hey, I don't seen... know that. I don't know I... what. So in Mad Men, he ends up dying because of a radioactive explosion. <laughs> he does. I he... haven't gotten to that part <laughs> exactly of Mad Men. Exactly the yet. same. Sorry. Well, you shouldn't have. You shouldn't have brought it up. But I did have this moment where I was it's starting okay. Chernobyl it's my own fault. that I thought, wait a minute. In the last like. 40 seconds of screen time that I've seen him, this has been his fate in both. You follow what I'm saying, so right? Now, so you're telling yeah, me he yeah. committed suicide in Mad Men? I'm not telling you that. That's what you just said. He, but that's but okay. he's not, it's, not telling you that. It's my own fault. <laughs> I've actually held this rule for a long time that if, if something's so been old. out forever and you get it spoiled for you, it's your own fault. So I, this is Lane, r- rest in peace. I, I love know that you're going to die now. I, I love that actor. I do. I've only seen him in that. And Jared Trump, Harris. Yeah, what else is he in? Oh, he's Anything in. Else? He plays Moriarty in the. Uh, oh, Robert Downey that's right. Junior, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, Sherlock Holmes. Yep, I do. I, um, I love him. Mad Men's got Elizabeth Moss in as well, hasn't it? And does I've it? been. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that seems. It does. Yeah. She's Peggy, and yep. I've been. Me and Lindsay have met working our way through um, Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale as well. So the the mom uh, was that from, Handmaiden? You said of from, Handmaid's. Uh, is it Handmaid? What's it called? No, it's had. It's Handmaid's. Not his yeah. maiden. It's the mom <laughs> from uh, season three. No, from Stranger Things. The um, whose mom? What's the, what's the the Linda? Help me. What's the uh, the brother Rider. and sister? The brother? No, the brother and what sister. Uh, um, Mike what are you talking about? Mike's mom. <laughs> Wait, the one that almost uh, had an affair with, with the, the with the life uh, with yeah. Billy. Yeah, she's in Mad Men too. Is she? She plays Faye Miller. I'm on those episodes right now. Yeah. I do love... That's what I have to uh, add to this. I mean, as, as meaningless as this all is for our podcast listeners, but I do love <laughs> the... When you're watching shows and you have these, like, tie-ins and you're like... Like, small characters. I have, a like, an appreciation for great actors who play small characters in a lot of, like, distinct roles. Mm-hmm. Um, side topic, now that I realize, a show that I did consume aggressively that i highly recommend i'm curious if you guys have seen the marvelous miss mazel um lindsay loves it i it wasn't for me <laughs> what how many how much did you see uh two episodes and then oh lindsay's like <laughs> lindsay watched a bit without me she's like yeah you won't really like this Lyndon." i was like okay. i don't know i wasn't I too bothered the first two i i'm surprised that even in the first two you didn't think 
I thought the comedic writing in that was genius. I thought she yeah. was genius. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I could see that, and a lot of people love it. Lindsay really likes it, and there's been a second season now as well, hasn't she? Yeah, there? I've seen, I've seen both, but, um, and um, I went through that first season go. as quickly as as anything. I just, I, I, I'm, yeah, no, I, mean, I guess I'm surprised. I get what you're saying, but at the same time, I'm surprised that you didn't enjoy it more the first two seasons I, I in did, particular. I didn't dislike it. First it just two was like episodes. It, it just wasn't one that I like. I have to go back and watch. Oh man, I went through so quickly. Yeah, highly recommend. What's it called? Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, <laughs> the marvelous Miss Maisel, Amazon Prime. Was it Tyler Perry presents what? <laughs> he he feels really proud of himself right now. So I'm not even gonna. So, I'm not gonna engage right Lyndon, now. Lyndon, anything you want to say last about uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse? This uh, when, when Lyndon's on. This will be. This will be a. a uh, a movie, a film and TV focused episode every time because because he brings the best. But I'm just curious because I feel like we, I feel like Lyndon watches movies differently than you and I do. So I'm just wondering through the eyes of him if we missed anything before we sign off here. I don't think we missed anything. I it's a ten out of ten film. No, uh, everyone will enjoy this film. I think this is one of my favorite recommendations we've ever done. Yeah, you. I can't imagine what you would have to not like to not like i, I guess visually if someone would, couldn't get on board with what it what it's doing like i get that i guess i don't think so i mean yeah I, I think, other than being confused for longer than maybe we were all confused like yeah. of like oh or just not giving glasses? it the uh not giving it the benefit of the doubt like getting five minutes yeah. in and saying yeah but a lot of our recommendations we put a little caveat on saying well you have to be in this mood and well if you like this you'll probably like this really but there's no caveats answer, for this yeah. no, there's no, no way to dislike it did we really mention how so. funny it is too did we talk about oh, that i mean i don't know no. I, that's that's where i i just feel like all of the character the, all of the voice actors were so true to i don't like you can hear the actual uh actors and actresses their personalities through, come their personalities through. come through yeah. uh to a degree that is just felt real like uh yeah it felt like animated characters who were very real you know we, we were very close to getting shameek more on the uh on the podcast once like we had the his really? uh, his agent or pr person or something had connected back with us and was in the process of scheduling it out and we had like a couple dates lined up and then at the last minute uh not, say- not the last minute but it basically said like hey like he's actually had so much going on he's gonna he's gonna back off it was when he was about to do um uh, I forget what was the, I, my brain is in a blender today, but he was, he was about to do a new movie and it was like probably just a lot going on after dope. It was after I think, dope. Well, I think what they said was, yep, we just need to do a background check on both of the hosts yes. and, uh, we'll get back to you. And then they never got, they back said, we advise you get a British third co-host. And so we just, you know, put the feelers out there mm-hmm. and, um but here you are i mean that's the and then they ended up feeling me yeah oh it was right before it was right in the mix of him doing the show the get down um oh yeah but i feel like there was something else going on specific whatever but yeah we're close to getting on the the show (laughs) that could have been could have been could have been that's pretty good you've been practicing i can tell um all right that's rodney did uh, you want to get into the 40 minute time zone that's why we talked for for this long Lyndon was the one who brought up the new conversation God, Lyndon. Doesn't wear pants, but makes all the decisions. <laughs> had a I've, I've, I've lost a whole episode without a beer as well. So, 
One well time, done, me. Do the listeners know that one time we were about to hit record or like get you on the call, and you said, "Hold on, fellas, there's an emergency." <laughs> and we were scared for where well, I was scared for a few it's, moments. Ronnie doesn't care children. about you. That you have family yeah. and you were gone for some time. I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope everything's okay. And you came back and it was because you needed to go make yourself a drink. No, it was because you need I to, had the gin. I needed to go and get some tonic. You need to re yeah, make yourself a drink. You need to reclassify emergency. That um, that is a definite emergency for me. I mean, well, I mean, I would call pull the emergency buzzer in hospital for that. I was told recently that a gin and tonic is an old lady drink. I was being made fun of for having ordered it. You you would you would oh. do what now? You would. If you didn't have tonic uh, in the hospital, you would r- ring the emergency buzzer. So oh, yeah. that, are we to the crash understand that not only would you be completely irresponsible and use the emergency button for something you shouldn't be, that you are also drinking on the job? Um, yes. No, he's talking. I don't, think he's, <laughs> I don't think he's talking about on the job. I think he's talking about when the baby was being born. That's the benefit of the doubt I threw him. But oh, no, I could not be wrong. Me. <laughs> he's a doctor that's true a drunk one apparently <laughs> well Lyndon thanks for crawling back into the ears of our listeners I can have you back <laughs> earwig yep so uh, that's uh, that's Dr. Drunky and this is Rodney and this is Chet <laughs> I'm speaking so, for you now that's a weird way of saying it I, I, I know I, I kind of stepped into your skin and screwed it up but I did try, so that's what's important we, here. Don't say we you were in my the, um, skin and screwed it. Don't do that. <laughs> we played a bit of the Spider-Man song to finish. Um, oh, that's should. a good idea. That requires a certain level of editing that I'm not going to commit to. So look at look, just, look just, this guy is tapping out. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what we can yeah, do. Yeah, play it. I'm t- I'm getting it now. All right, fade it out too at the end. Oh, that sounds brutal. It just hurts my ears the way yeah, it's coming this out. This isn't good. This is uh, very <laughs> abrasive. Have fun editing that. It, it's um, it's sharp, sharp very, against the, really sharp. the old eardrums. Yeah, I didn't. And that's my bad ear too. I didn't particularly care for that. What are you? What are you talking on? <laughs> a can. Well, it sounds a little bit better now. Yeah, it's get, you're getting further away. I feel like. He's dancing by himself without pants yeah, on why in his are, man shed right now. Are you holding it steady? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm not. He's definitely. He's not listening to us anymore. No. He's gone. Well, anyway, we're down the hall podcast. We'll catch you next week. God, this, 